Today is March the 17th, and I'm self-quarantined due to the virus. It's a crazy world. I've lived a long time. I've been through a lot of things, but I have never experienced anything like this. It's unbelievable what has happened. I thought I would spend some time with you and just talk about some of my favorite Bible verses. I was asked by a Bible class I was teaching just to write down my favorite verses, and I did. And then we had to cancel the class, so I haven't had a chance to share them. But I'm going to share them with you, and I hope they'll be encouraging and uplifting. You know, I, I wonder, I don't know what to believe and what not to believe. I want to commend our president and the team for the way they've handled this this epidemic or pandemic that we're in. I just think that we don't need to be afraid and panic and be foolish. And I know the Bible is true, and that's always where I go when I don't understand things. So let's just take a few verses. They're just scattered throughout the Bible, and I'll just limit my time as I always do. But the first verse I want to share with you is the first verse in the Bible. It's Genesis 1-1. It says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. There was a beginning to the heavens and the earth. I don't understand it, but there was no beginning with God. God always has been and always will be and is now. But He created the heavens and the earth. And in this time in which we live, I think we need to be reminded that this is His creation, and He still owns it. There are people that think they own it, and they run it, but God still owns it, and He still controls what happens. And I don't understand a lot of things that He allows to happen, but I know what He says about it. So let's just remember that we live on the planet Earth that belongs to God. And I want to remind you of another verse in Romans 8, 28 and 29 in conjunction with that. Just listen to what this says. We know all things work together for good to them that love God and to those called according to His purpose. We know, we don't think, but we know all things work together for good. But there's a qualification to those that love God and are called according to His purpose. And we'll talk in a minute about what His purpose is, but I challenge you, do you really love God? I don't believe it's, well, I don't know how it's possible to love God if you don't fellowship with Him through prayer, which we've already studied, and call on Him to be faithful to His promises. Because when you call on Him and He's faithful, He proves Himself to you, and He helps you in so many wonderful ways that you then begin to love Him. I had a friend call me last night and tell me that he just out of the blue last Friday night decided to call his dad. And he talked to his dad, and his dad didn't make any sense. So he called his brother, and he said, Go check on dad. Something's wrong with him. 
this man had pneumonia and septic, and his brother raced him to the hospital. My friend said, isn't that amazing that I just had the urge to call my dad at dinner time, which I never do? And I said, yep, that's amazing because you are trusting God with your life. And it says when you delight yourself in the Lord, he'll give you the desires of your heart. And you desired to talk to your dad. And so you put in a phone call to him and probably saved his life. He's still in the hospital. He's on IV antibiotics. But it's amazing. When God is in control of your life, he sees that you do what you're supposed to do when you're supposed to do it. So when we love God and we allow him to fulfill his promise in us, all things work together for good. Even the situation we're in right now, it will work together for good to those of us who love him. The verse continues, for whom he did foreknow, he knew before it happened, he predestinated to be conformed to the image of his son. What does that mean? He predetermined that he wanted to conform me to the image of his son. When I became his child, he wanted me to look like his son. And that's what he's doing in our life. That's the purpose for which he created us. And if we trust God in times like this, we can be assured that something good will happen to us. Now let's go back to the Old Testament, Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 9. Now this is one of my favorite verses because it says, Only take heed to thyself. I've probably taught this before on my, one of my episodes, but it always bears repeating only take heed to thyself. That doesn't sound very Christian. I thought you were supposed to die to yourself and take heed to everybody else. But the word only means don't do anything else. And take heed means pay careful attention to myself. For what purpose? To keep my soul diligently. Remember, your soul is your mind your will, and your emotion. You have to pay careful attention to what you think, especially in this time when there are so many people that are panicked. If we remember this earth belongs to God and he's in control, why would I panic if all things work together for good? Because I do love God. I love him for what he's done in my life and in my family's life, and in my friend's life. So I need to remember that, and that's why we are to pay attention to our soul. It begins with the mind, and you and you alone control your mind. You and you alone determine what you're going to think about and how long you're going to think about it. And I have had to take charge of my mind and pay attention to the thoughts that are in there. If the thoughts are not good, I have to start thinking about something else 
And sometimes I just sing a song or read a verse in the Bible and just force out the bad thoughts with the truth. And then the will is part of your soul. You have to be willing to take charge of your mind. Your mind should control your will. But your emotions most of the time control your will. We are emotional beings, and emotions are healthy and good. But they're only healthy and good when they make us happy and pleased with the decisions and the choices we've made with our will. Emotions determine good or bad choices. You go make a bad choice and do something you shouldn't do. I would hope that you didn't feel good about it. But when you do the right thing, I would trust that you're pleased with yourself. We are to remember the things that we have seen and teach them to our children and our grandchildren. I now have great-grandchildren. They're all little babies now, but if I should live long enough, I look forward to being able to share with them what God has done in my life. And one more verse that is so important to me, and I'll share with you in conclusion on this episode. It's Isaiah thirty-two seventeen. The work of righteousness shall be peace, and the effect of righteousness, quietness, and assurance forever. Here we are in a pandemic. People have panicked. They're scared to death. What does the work of righteousness produce in us? Peace. What is righteousness? It's simply doing the right thing. What is work? It's what you do. So choose to take heed to yourself. Choose to pay attention to what you're thinking. And you will be peaceful in the midst of turmoil. And that's the peace that passes all understanding. It comes from God, and it is of God. And the effect of righteousness will be quietness and assurance forever. Just think about that. If you are a child of God, only your work can destroy your peace and your confidence and your assurance. When you choose unrighteousness in your life, you lose your peace, you get conflicted, and you panic. So remember, God created this earth and the heavens above it. We're His. We belong to Him. And remember that all things work together for good if you love God and you're allowing Him to work in your life because He chose to conform you to the image of His Son. And do the right thing, and you'll have peace and quietness and assurance forevermore. God richly bless you. Thank you for listening. Share with others 